So sometimes connect to how a person is feeling. So if they're feeling that way, they feel that way because they feel that way. You feeling me? Yeah. So that we connect to that and we understand there's something going on that maybe we can't solve. Treasure Truth with Pastor and author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad you're with us today as we continue our message, Communication, the Key to Any and Every Relationship. And Pastor, as a guy, I don't like hearing that there's a problem that can't be solved or shouldn't be solved. I think a lot of us guys are kind of hardwired to, oh, you have a problem? Let's brainstorm how to fix that. That's right. That's what we do. Men are generally fixers, exception to every rule. Uh, but what I've learned, uh, uh, you know, I've been married 45 years, Steve. Wow. Congratulations. And uh, I picked up a couple things yeah. in those years. Uh, one is this. Whenever my wife, when I when I see her, you know, tore up from the floor up, and uh, she may be weeping, maybe not, but, you know, she's got that schlep rock cloud over her head. That's from the Flintstones. You don't know anything about that. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. I remember that. Is that right? I'm, I'm old enough to remember oh, that. okay. Well, All right. Well, see, you yeah. look, look at there. You look younger than what you are. <laughs> My beard is grayer than yours now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so what, what I'll do is uh, I'll say, so how are you feeling? I don't say mm. what's wrong. Yeah. How are you feeling? And she'll have to express to me how she feels. Mm-hmm. And then here's the key question. What do you need me to do in response to how you feel? Yeah. And I mean, you know, if she says, I don't know, I offer her options. Uh, one, uh, do you need some space? Um, do you want me to hold you to, to talk to you or you just want me to hold you and be quiet? Yeah. Uh, do you want me just to uh, give you the credit card and let you go shopping? That's <laughs> there's that's an option. Favorite option. Yeah, I bet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she starts feeling real good, real fast. Oh yeah, a little spending therapy. <laughs> but but you get what I'm saying. And, yeah. I, and I just ask her, what do you need me to do? Yeah, well, that's a great question and uh, worth me coming in the studio just to hear that right there. All right, thank you. Well, let's uh, get to the Book of Proverbs. We're in chapter ten as we continue the message. Communication, the key to any and every relationship. Here's Pastor Ford. So when you look at what's going on, generally women are storyliners, men are headliners, which means then, by and large, they're going to want to know the details. And by and large, we don't like to give details. What is this, an interrogation? No, it's not an interrogation. It's information for intimacy. What is it, brothers? Information for intimacy. Share. Because that makes them feel that they're a part of you. Amen. And so, here's here's the second one. We'll finish these, I, I hope. Women talk to share. Men talk to solve. So we're, we're generally more pragmatic. Don't take offense at that because we are. That's God put in our DNA because what did he tell us to do? Work. And he made us pragmatic. So men are solvers and women are sharers. So here it is, typical situation. Uh, yeah, such and such and such and such. Oh, here's what you do. A, B, C, D. 
one, two, three, four, hey, it's done. I guarantee you, if your spouse or your girlfriend would be honest with you, most of the time, all they want to do is get it out. They're not looking for an answer. They're not looking for an answer. And the first thing we want to do is give an answer. That's right, because we are fixers. Yeah, and everything can be fixed. Sometimes they just want you to know how they feel. We're going to talk about that in a minute, too. So, women, next one, next one, women interpret vocal clutter as listening. Men interpret vocal clutter as agreement. Yada, 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 yeah, yeah, vocal clutter. And, and so, you, you look at it, okay, here it is, here it is. And I'm just using, because, you know, we, we, I'm not sharing things with you that I read out of a book, not all of it. Most of it I've experienced. So, for example, I would listen to my wife like a man. She'd be talking, and I'd look right her in her eyes, listen to what she's saying. You know what she'd say to me? You ain't listening to me. I'm looking right at you. Then it's quiz time, what I say. Then when I get the quiz right, she still will say, but you wasn't listening to me. So I read a book. I read, now, I read that, uh, the secular book, uh, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. It's a good book. Eat the meat, spit out the bones. But here's one that you ought to get. Uh, men are like waffles, women are like spaghetti. Oh, it's a Christian book that, that's like the secular book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. It's powerful. Him and his wife did a it's powerful book, really great book. But anyway, and I read it. And I read the part about vocal clutter. And I said, I want to try it. Now, this is the first time I tried now. My wife is talking to me. I said, hmm, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl, please. Oh, no. What? Mm. She stopped and said, ooh, I don't know who you've been talking to. I don't know who's been teaching you, but somebody's been teaching you how to communicate. She said, this is the best conversation we done had in a long time. I ain't say nothing, Brother Brian. All I said was, hmm, but child, please. Oh, what? So what I did was, and I do it now, I still do it today, you know? And, 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 and what happens? And she communicates to me the way I need communication. So she knows there are certain things we talk about. Let me finish. Don't interrupt me with any ideas or anything. Let me get mine out. Then you go ahead and say what you want to say. Then I go, hmm, what? Mm, yeah, oh. And that's all I did. But that was her mode, uh, that, that vocal clutter, she needed that in order to feel that I was listening to her. And we men, we take it as agreement. And I know I do all the time. You know, I say such, such, oh, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, you on board with it. I don't like that idea. Well, wait a minute, you... I wasn't agreeing. I was just listening. Hmm. So, listen to this one. Women ask questions to maintain communication. Men ask questions to obtain information. Generally, these are all general principles. So women ask questions to maintain communication. Why? Because their voice activated, by and large. Here you have Genesis 2, and it says the man and his wife were both naked and not ashamed. There's intimacy. What's intimacy? Come on. 
into me, see? So they're into each other. Then in chapter 3, and the serpent said to the woman, I say it all the time, let me say it again. Women are voice activated. And just like Adam found out, in the chapter 2, everything is cool, but he stops speaking and the snakes start speaking. And brothers, if you don't speak to your girlfriend, to your boo, to your wife, some snake will. That's right. He'll slide up, slither up, Say, girl, you sh- sh- sure are looking good. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> anyway, so uh, women, women's questions represent expressing care and intimacy. Women's questions represent expressing care and intimacy. And let me just back up. Let me just say this. Generally, and these general principles, a woman feels this way. If we can talk about it, it's working. You know how most men feel? If we have to talk about it, it's not working. I'm trying to get you to see how some of these things are just in the way that we communicate. And if we learn how we communicate, we'd be able to do some things better. So, men, for men, questions represent meddling. Meddling. Why are you all up in my business? So, women, the marriage is working as long as we're communicating. Men, the marriage is not working if we have to keep talking about it. So then what happens? Women talk through to a solution. Men think through to a solution. So then what happens? Ladies, if he's thinking, you call it the cave. You, you in your cave, aren't you? My wife will ask me that, and I'll tell her the truth, yes. She knows, leave me alone. That whatever the conversation is, I ain't ready to talk about it yet because I have to think through it first because generally men are musers and women are very quick as they talk through these solutions. They've got some answers. Now, you know, I know my compliment, and I told you that on Sunday, I believe. I know my wife is my compliment because she could think very quickly about uh, 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 things that are very deep and that impact our family. Uh, could have adverse effect on our family. And so I used to push her against that, and now I embrace that. She's my strength. I don't think, I don't think that good in, in those situations that quick. I need time to mull over it. But she boom, 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 boom. And she has saved me from a whole bunch of mess, a whole bunch of times. Amen. And so uh, uh, men think through. Now, let me just tell you this, ladies. When he's in the cave, and you say, Oh, no, we got to talk this out right now. What does he do? He goes further in the cave. If you try to force him to deal with it when he hasn't finished processing it, you just push him deeper into the cave. It's going to take him longer to talk about it, generally. Want to know why? i tell a man's secret here. Because he knows. Whatever he says, you ain't going to never forget it. And it's always going to be brought back 
you remember such and such and such? Like, this is like, uh, uh, I, I think I said that already, Bill Cosby and, and his wife said, every time something happened, you get historical. And he said, you mean hysterical? She said, no, historical. You go back and dig up everything from the past. You're listening to Treasure Truth and a message called Communication, the key to any and every relationship, and really a, a look at why it's so important that we have effective biblical communication in relationships. If you miss any of the broadcasts in this series, come to our website. You can listen online, stream programs through your computer or mobile device, or download MP3s. Just come to treasuredtruthradio.org. That's treasuredtruthradio.org. Back to the message. Here is Pastor Ford. And so what happens here? Here it is. Women are feelers. Now that's not a put down. Women are feelers. Men are fixers. So, so you know, I get together with a group of preachers and um, we play dominoes every Sunday night. I, I really love these, these, these three preachers and, and uh, I love playing dominoes with them. I get to let my hair down. I'm not even, I'm not Pastor Ford. I'm not... I'm not James, I'm not, you know, I'm ruthless. That's my domino name. You know, when I get together with the rest of the brothers, you know, Dirty Bird and the Scow Man and the Neutralizer. You know, and we get together and we just let our hair hang down. We just, so I look forward to this and my wife knows it. So what I do is, especially when my mother-in-law was living with us, I'd make sure everybody was set. And about five minutes to seven, I say, okay, sugar bag, I'm getting ready to go. You guys have eaten. Uh, you know, your dessert is up on top of the uh, uh, microwave. Everything is there. I got my phone in case something happened. You know, I'll, 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 you know, is everything okay? It's cool. Everything cool? Everything is fine, baby. Go ahead and enjoy yourself. But sometimes she would say, I say, everything cool? I, you know, I'm getting ready to go now because when I leave at seven, I don't get home until about two o'clock in the morning. So, you know, uh, we always pray at night, and so we pray before I leave. So, this one time she said, I said, okay, so everything's straight. You guys have eaten and everything's there, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, I'm going to get ready to go, okay? You all right? I'm all right. So, you don't mind if I go? Go ahead. I said, okay. Bam! <laughs> I was gone. Then, I knew I was going to have to pay for it on Monday. I knew it. I knew it. But she told me to go ahead. So I said, baby, what's wrong with you? Why are your lips frowned up like that? Nothing. You know, nothing. It's something. I said, well, what's going on? What's, what's the matter? Well, nothing. I just thought, you know, it would have been nice to have you home for a Sunday evening. For But baby, I asked you. And you said it was okay. Hey, my phone now. You'll be mad at me. She said, you're right. I just, you know, I know you look forward to it. But. So right after that, there's a, a, a Hispanic church. Uh, he was in, uh, he was on cover of Time magazine. I did their uh, marriage seminar. They had uh, 300 couples. And I did their marriage seminar and had the nerve to tell the husbands, you got to tap into how they feel, not what they say. I had nerve to tell somebody that. And the Holy Spirit said, remember Sunday? And I said, oh, man, I ain't practicing what I preach. Well, I've had that problem before, so. <laughs> I have. Why you laugh? I have. 
Amen. So, Sunday rolls around. She says, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. I said, okay, babe. I said, I know what's going on. So I get in my car, I go over food for less, and I get uh, what we like. We like we like cream cheese and strawberries and grapes and cherries with four or five different crackers and three or four different kind of cheeses and some sparkling Welch's grape juice. That's what I did. I went over there and got that. And then I came back. She said, she said, what are you doing? Do you forget something? What's going on? What, what's happening? I said, baby, I'm staying home tonight with you. We're going to watch L&M Channel. And we're going to have us a nice time. So I'm going to go in here and put my pajamas on and jump in this bed. And we're just going to enjoy each other's company. <gasps> oh, I was just, oh, I was just, oh, the Lord is so good. <laughs> yeah, it was the Lord all right. It was the Lord all right. It was the Lord all right. And she, and she said to me, she said, oh, I was just hoping that you. And, and so I just said, I said, you know what, sweetheart? Look, you, you can just tell me. I'm a man. Just tell me, you know. Just say, I don't want you to go tonight. Just say it. You know, and now that's what she says. I don't want you to go tonight. <laughs> okay, darling. You know, but you see what I'm saying? So sometimes connect to how a person is feeling. So if they're feeling that way, they feel that way because they feel that way. You feeling me? Yeah. So that we connect to that and we understand there's something going on that maybe we can't solve. But maybe we can make some suggestions. Maybe we could say, hey, you want me to just hold you? Or maybe you already know them well enough to know they just need to be held. Or they just may need you to sit down and communicate and talk to them. And it works both ways, of course. Now, i got to stop. I, I, I've got more material than I have message, but I'm going to come back next week. I want to walk through all of this. We're going to deal with all these principles. So it'll take us a couple of weeks. But listen, listen. Here's what the, you know, uh, uh, God said in Hebrews chapter 1. God, who in sundry times and divers manners spake in time past unto us by the prophets, hath in this last days spoken unto us by his Son. He said that the prophets spoke in many, uh, many parts, piecemeal, partial. And so you had individuals like Daniel who's focused in on the sovereignty of God, but God is more than that. You have people like Isaiah who focus on the majesty and might of God, but God is more than that. You have Jeremiah who focus on the love of God, his unfailing, unconditional love, the faithfulness of God, but he's more than that. You have Ezekiel who focus on the omnipotence and the omniscience of our God, but he's more than that. You have Moses who focus on the miracles and the provisions of God, but he's more than that. I can go on and on and on. He says, all of the prophets of the Old Testament communicated about me, and it was partial, and it was peaceful meal. But in these last days, it's not the final call. Jesus Christ is the living Word. And so in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14, and 
the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That's why Jesus, when they said, show us the Father, He said, he that has seen me have seen the Father. Why? Because Jesus is the Logos of God. The Logos of God. Say it, the Logos of God. In Greek, the concept of Logos was this. It was a word that encapsulated everything about a certain subject. So the subject is the word, and the word was with God, and the word is God. So then Jesus is everything God wants to say to us in a body. Colossians 2, 9 and 10. For he is the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and power. And we talked about it. That's where we get our worth from, from that communication. Where is that communication? 2.9, the deity of Christ. And then 2.10, the sovereignty of Christ. He's God in the flesh, deity. He's the head of principalities and power, sovereignty. And where's my humanity? Sandwich in between the deity and the sovereignty of God. So that everything I need to know is found in the person of Jesus because he's living inside of me, that word. And then the written word. Come on, say it with me. When we open the Bible, God opens his mouth. When we close the Bible, God closes his mouth. And so Warren Wiersbe said that, and he said it real well. Because the word of God is not what God has said, but it's what God is saying. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Father, we thank you and we praise you for your grace and goodness to us. Grant comprehension application for your glory. In Jesus' blessed name, amen. Amen indeed. We're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford, a message called Communication, the Key to Any and Every Relationship. And we've really been drilling down in Proverbs chapter 10. If you want to go back and listen to any of this again, just come to our website, listen online. It's treasuretruthradio.org, treasuretruthradio.org. Well, Pastor Ford's back in the studio with me here. And pastors, I sit in the Moody Radio studios. I'm just reminded of the legacy of Moody Radio, how God has used Moody Radio for years and years, generations, really, to share the gospel message. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we want to see that continue, Steve. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we hear from so many listeners who have benefited from listening to this teaching ministry. And if you're listening and you're one of them, would you consider paying it forward? Steve talked about the fact that we have a legacy, a long lasting legacy. And if the Lord has used this program in your life, you can help cover our production costs by giving a one-time gift or becoming a monthly partner today so that we can continue to be here in the future for others who need to hear the truth of God's word. Well, you can pay it forward right now. Just come to the website. It's treasuredtruthradio.org. You're going to see a donate link there. Go ahead and click on that, and that can be a one-time gift, or you can give a reoccurring monthly gift. That really helps us be great stewards of how God is going to bless this ministry financially. So go ahead, come to treasuredtruthradio.org, and look for that donate link. Thanks for doing that. Thanks for listening, and thanks also to our Bible teacher, Pastor Ford, and our producers, Amy Rios and Ryan McConaughey. I'm Steve Hiller. 
Treasure Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.